अब आप सुन रहे हैं बॉक्स आउट एफ एम हर वक्त हर जगह नए जमाने का Hi Aditya uh, thank you for joining us welcome to box out Hey Bhakti glad to be here How are you doing uh, I was a little sick last week so I'm just getting back to the flow of things and I'm enjoying the weather I am just started a new job so I've been working on that I'm making audio books for this magazine called Naidhar so that's what I've been doing so Are these Hindi or are they in English And where can we find it? It's a Hindi magazine called Naidhar. Naidhar. Ah, they have Hindi literature and that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. So, uh, your name Flux Vortex. Is it Avatar inspired? I just. Okay, you know the reference. <laughs> I don't expect many people to know that reference, but it is Avatar inspired, and it's also not Avatar inspired. Do you know? Do you remember what part of Avatar it is? Like what it is in Avatar? It's some magnetic field or something. I'm not sure. I was very and young when I watched forest, it. The forest of Avatar that has mm-hmm. this magnetic field around it. Mm-hmm. That's called Flux Vortex. But uh, so that's not what I looked at when I named the name. I came up with it, and then later saw that it exists in Avatar because I obviously googled my name. For me, it was more about motion. because i wanted my music to convey a sense of motion and movement because like that's really what music is for me it's playing with time it's dilute like uh, expanding and contracting time so i wanted to do that with my with my music and uh, i thought flux really described that and vortex was i guess the space i wanted to take you in with that music mm, right but uh, in that sense flux vortex has a very uh, disturbed connotation to it right like it is movement but it's it's like how do i say it it's sort of a haywire sort of a movement don't you think hmm? Hmm. yeah i guess you could look at it that way for me it's like life is constantly movement chaos is an important part of life because hmm. no one's really the future and controlling their own life and music allows us to make sense of that chaos by providing its own kind of beautiful chaos i guess mm. so uh, yeah i guess it is haywire but i don't see fault in that there's like a lot of madness i guess that in is life that, <laughs> that makes sense how were you introduced to music do you remember your first point of contact hmm. making music or just music as a whole just music then later we'll get to make you making music so that was my brother right no i mean it would be my father the music he would play back home during car rides or he also used to have this world space radio which is ar rahman's radio station oh. that you only got separate uh, like there was a separate device radio receiver thing that you had to buy and then you could access world space radio so i have good memories of that then all of my father's cds and cassettes and then when i grew a little older my brother he gave me his ipod my cousin brother sachin mm-hmm. and that had some of the first music i had of my own which i guess felt like my own thing um that included i don't know gorillas coldplay some block some indie music basically so i had those like 10 15 songs on my ipod for a while 
then i just started adding stuff to it i would go on limewire and download lots and lots of music mm-hmm. whatever i could find i didn't know anything about anything so i would find an artist and then i just go on wikipedia and be like okay there are other artists like this artist and then just download music whatever music i could find by them so yeah that that is my introduction to music i guess and how did you how did you realize that you could actually make music and how were you introduced to making music i went for guitar lessons when i was 12 13 years old and uh, i didn't enjoy the lessons but i enjoyed the guitar a lot so when i had any free time at home i would spend it just playing the guitar jamming out to myself yeah i thought i was really good i probably wasn't but i had not fun <laughs> uh, do you think people require uh, like technical skill sets in order to create their own music not at all i don't i'm a firm believer that they don't everyone has their own music inside them and you just need to find a way and a kind of confidence to access it and uh, i believe like if you just take an instrument and within maybe in like half an hour to an hour of playing it you can just have fun with it and that's pretty much the music that you have yes technical knowledge is useful to uh, really become very comfortable i mean it's it's one of the ways to become comfortable with music mm-hmm. and it's one of the ways to express yourself through music obviously there's of the differences that someone who is technically trained versus someone who isn't both of them will make different kind of music but uh, yeah i don't think it's essential what what kind of equipment do you use now and like you started with a guitar and now what do you use I started with the guitar, then I played the guitar for a while. Then I once, so how I got into music production was I was visiting my mother's friend in Manali, who was a trekking guide, and this guy he had some like Russian musicians who were going on a trek with him. So I met them the day before they were leaving for their trek, and I mentioned that I play the guitar, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. The musicians too. Why don't you try making electronic music? Here's a pen drive with all the things you need to make electronic music." So I <laughs> got that. at home and then i like installed all the like i installed ableton i installed whatever sample packs and software they had i started making music on that now i my process is really independent of tools i mean whatever i have available in front of me i use it i i work on my computer i guess that's where my tracks are, exist but i enjoy playing synthesizers and drums bass guitar drum machines tape loop pedal like tapes i i like making loops out of tape cassettes i found my parents entire old collection of tapes and i use that as well but it all goes into the computer that that's where it all sort of comes together and that's where i make my t- so i i just use whatever is available i like using other people's instruments also because it's just like it's something that it's fresh you know you don't have a history with it so you just you approach it always in a different way especially if i don't know the instrument at all like if someone has me as xylophone or something i have a lot of fun with it <laughs> so your parents were already uh, music music enthusiasts yeah yeah my father like listen to music and my mom like to sing my mom like she's not a professional singer or anything but she'd sing around the house and yeah so how did they react to you uh, being a musician now they pretty uh, i guess they happy about it they 
they have some sense of pride in it they were obviously apprehensive about whether i would make my be able to make my living through it which is a question i still struggle with now i don't know if i can make a living through music it's hard but yeah they've mostly overall been positive yeah. oh i was i was actually stalking you your instagram sorry to come off as a creep <laughs> but you mentioned that uh, you heard this track out of space by prodigy and it changed your world that's like one of the first tracks i used to listen to uh, i don't even remember where i heard it that was also on my ipod that my brother gave me mm-hmm. and it was such a weird track i just like i was very obsessed with it because it was just so i don't know what the word is for it but it was just it just got to me you know there was something about it that uh, scratched me the wrong way i guess and i couldn't stop it I think it was the vocals. It has like this. So there's this Max Romeo song, "Chase the Devil," which is which is like a classic reggae tune, mm-hmm. which they sampled in that. The guy singing is basically that, but they've pitched it way up, so it sounds a bit like a chipmunk. You know, like how it sounds when you pitch up voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's so weird. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was a really nice track, and and I heard more about. I listened to more drum and bass, and listened to more Prodigy after. Mm-hmm. and you educated know, yourself sorry you were saying yeah so i didn't know what it was called those sounds or those styles or anything i just knew this was something i'm hearing and it sounds weird mm-hmm. so about the genres because i i still don't know a lot of genres and i don't know mm-hmm. what sounds like what mostly like basically i know but i'm trying to educate myself how did you get into ambient music and all how did you know Oh, ambient music. Uh, ambient techno, it? right? Oh, for how do you describe your practice? What genre I would you put it in? Describe it as a genre. Like I, I also <laughs> don't like. It's useful to categorize and classify things and to understand sort of where in the spectrum where they lie. It's like classification. No, humans need classification to make sense of the world, but the classification is not the world. So it's the same thing with music. Uh, like you can describe things. but that never completely describes its essence i guess mm-hmm. uh how do i classify my music i don't know i somewhere it's electronic music that's for sure because i use a lot of electronic elements a lot of audio manipulation i'm inspired by everything from ambient to techno to bass music to reggae to drum and bass to all of these different substyles but i try to create music that is not like it's like a larger culmination of all of my influences i guess So how did I get into all of these sounds? Well, they all have a different story, I guess. Uh, I, can you repeat your question? I guess I missed. I I deviated. No, no, keep going. It's okay. I was actually interested in knowing the stories of where did you pick these sounds from, and you know how did you like, encounter them? Electronic music I heard was psytrance. That oh. is. Uh, mm-hmm. thing someone introduced me to i went for a side trance party and i go this is fun and because uh, also uh, i been listening to live music all my life and this was a little strange from what i had heard like it was completely a different parameter of music right like there was just that kick that's going constantly and mm-hmm. it's affecting your body in a different way so then through that i discovered a lot of uh, people that were doing more down tempo stuff and more ambient stuff Like Spongel, I used to really like mm-hmm. this. Then I also love Spongel. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, through pongal and that sort of scene i got into proper ambient music like brian eno and uh, john hassel and all like these were people that were just there was this one album especially actually this is music that i would find very like it would touch me in a very not emotional way but i would just i would go beyond the realm of words in a way like i would start crying almost when i would hear brian eno so there was this one album by brian eno and robert fripp it's called robert fripp is the guitarist of the band king crimson so if you are into rock and metal then you probably heard king king crimson but mm-hmm. i wasn't i know him and uh, they had this album called wind on water okay so that is like the one of the most serene albums i've heard in my life it's basically brian eno playing piano and that is being looped on tape and robert fripp is just like soloing on the guitar on top of that there's nothing else oh. happening and it's like that kind of stuff also blew my mind i was like wow what are people doing and then i got a lot into reggae music through people that i met in my life and then i started understanding how much i love bass and uh, how important like feeling vibration physically is because that to wavelengths of those kind of frequencies are so large that they physically move your body if you hear it on a proper system you know mm-hmm. so then through that i started getting into other kinds of bass music like uh, dubstep and drum and bass and so I've, i mean i've enjoyed a lot of different kind of music in my past that's, i have all these strands i guess so your practice is like a culmination of everything that you've seen around yeah, you and absorbed sort of electronic music that's what i if someone asked me what music do you make as it's electronic electronic all right yeah. mm-hmm. hmm that's also but, one of my like all my favorite artists that i really look up to like afx and or square pusher or these people they're also people that don't just stick to one style they like traverse styles in a very unique way and create their own unique distinct identity so it's, it's actually very limiting to be just you know limited yeah. by people by yourself to one particular yeah, sure. genre yeah uh, what do you think is the purpose of art <laughs> what do i think is the purpose of art mm. i'll also change my background i mean you don't have to i don't mean to <laughs> <laughs> no but you're changing i also got bored of my background Uh, what is the purpose of art that's like a very deep question that i have thought a lot about but i don't think i have any answers no, uh, but, hmm all right it can it can there's one line i think i really like it's a quote uh, i don't know who said it but um, it goes uh, the purpose of art is to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comforted mm-hmm. disturb the comfortable mm-hmm. so that sums it up for me art can be something that just reflects life in a new way it's it reconfigures what you see every day in a way that is beautiful and aesthetic and that makes you feel something or that makes you uncomfortable or disturbed i don't know i i really don't know i mean who knows these answers in you <laughs> people write a lot no but there's a sort of an objective with which um you put out your work right most of the times yeah i'm mean, like i why do i make music or why do i make art is because i have a lot of fun with it that's mm. one of the for me 
but i do also like to be able to make other people uh, feel it in the way that i felt it so that that's why i like to be heard that's why as an artist i would like as many people to hear what i have to say to the world so why do i why do i make art and why music in particular why did you choose music as an art form because that, that's just what resonated the most with me i thought i was uh, i wasn't a creative person till i found music i thought i was like i don't know i thought i was just a person who th- thinks about things doesn't feel things so yeah music changed that for me and i would like other people to be able to experience that beauty that i've seen and to be able to move to be able to dance to be able to have fun to be able to tickle their brain a little bit uh, i don't know it's all these things i was i was looking at the description uh, of hole in the ground just before i started the interview and it seems to me that you're you're very spiritually inclined you're very politically inclined is that true yeah that is true i mean yeah you you know broad sense it's true i have strong political beliefs as to how the world can possibly be and how people can uh, organize themselves and uh, help each other out and not let anyone be left behind and uh, make feel small for who they are or whatever and i also have a deep spiritual uh, faith in un- the universe and in all of existence and the in- i believe that people are essentially interconnected in some way now i don't know like how to define describe these things in language also but yeah that's some beliefs i have do you think these beliefs uh, are reflected in sorry i said are you asking me if i think they inform my music these beliefs yeah 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 definitely like how can they not so just important part of who i am i also think like i don't know like uh it's like when i create something it's not i can't really attach myself to it like it's not me it's not my my work my music it's 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 there i'm like sort of a vessel for it to come into the world mm-hmm. but belongs to everyone and everything and all of creation in some sense so yeah that's like a spiritual angle i feel like i don't like i'm expressing spirituality through my music i'm expressing uh, all of like universal energy i don't know these terms are also sort of contested so i don't like to say them all the time but like uh, yeah that's what it is so i guess i'm not very outright like in my messaging or in my uh, and how i talk about my music i don't speak about this a lot but it's there there's a layer to it that yeah. you don't talk yeah. about i hmm? i've been thinking a lot about um recently about whether the artist should be separated from art do you think it's important to be a good person in order to make good work i think everyone should be try to be a good person <laughs> <laughs> is it important is it essential to be a good person to make good work no there are so many people that are terrible people that have made great work mm-hmm. we have a lot of examples of that in the world i mean i don't want to start but there's like it's is does the work essentially become bad when those people become do terrible things no is does it feel weird to support people who have done terrible things by supporting their work sometimes yes but i think this question has gone more complicated than it's often made to be in uh, social media discourse and how people talk about these things 
but yeah i mean it's important to be a good person for everyone not just artists i mean that's that but i think art helps you reflect yourself also like you see yourself in your work after you've created it so in that sense i think it's a good it mirror identity but uh, sometimes you can you know bring out the ugliness and in, inside you and create something beautiful and that is cathartic for so many people mm. like True. you have some kind of uh, trauma or abuse or you are inflicting abuse onto someone and you feel guilt for that then that might come out in your art and you might be great art so i don't know like i'm also i'm on the i don't know what to think about these questions i have thought about this but i don't know i have no answers <laughs> there is no answer definitely but i was just i just thought of it right now because we were talking about like spiritual inclination and all of that yeah okay so one other question that i have for you is if you could give if you could talk to your past self what would you say if i could talk to my past self well i would just tell myself to just keep at it and um, tell myself that i'm going to make a lot of stupid mistakes but it's all right <laughs> and uh, that i should i shouldn't give up on um, what i hold dear and that i should stay strong and what is it that you hold dear if i may ask uh just like a a drive to stay authentic to myself and to do good in the world and to create something that uh, i guess uh, reaches people and touches people and just be positive i guess people like have a positive impact i don't know and what is it that you would want to say to your future self <laughs> i don't know i would love to meet my future self actually i would love to uh, have a drink or have a smoke with my future self mm-hmm. just chat. I don't know what I'll say to my future self. I need to. I mean, you need to I ask things. Tum bata. Yeah, you need to ask. Tum bata. क्या करूँ मैं? How do I solve this out? तुम्हारा कैसा चल रहा है? I hope सब ठीक हो जाता है. Sorry. What do you ask your future self? I would ask, how did you get there, man? How did you not give up? Every day I wake up and I go like, oh shit. that's an assumption you are making that your future self is doing well my ideal future self should be doing yeah. well man i hope <laughs> yeah i hope so too what are your interests apart from music what do you like uh i love films i watch films pretty obsessively i am very passionate about the environment and spending time in nature i like trekking climbing playing football cycling i like growing plants i have a lot of plants and uh, i guess uh, i like reading i like traveling i like listening to music <laughs> no yeah do you, do you have any musical inspirations like people that you listen to and you look up to in the field of music yeah i guess uh yeah apex twin being one of them 
Brian, you know, being one of them. Mala, I guess, being one of them. Uh, there's a lot. Lee Scratch Perry, who recently passed away, he was one of my very big inspirations. Uh, uh, there's a lot of influ- like influences and inspirations I have. I mean, if I start listing them out, it'll take a while. <laughs> and are there any people that you're looking at in the current scene? that you would want to collaborate with uh like you mean current indian scene hmm. yeah 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 there's a punch there is a i would like to work with dissector there's this guy i would like to work with uh uh f16 so i would like to work with because they do some cool synth stuff uh Three oscillators. I would love to make a track with him because I really like his style. It's like super glitchy, super. He's the he does it well. Whatever he does, he does it really well. And head run also, I really like. Uh, who else? I mean, I can't off the top of my head. These are the ones I can think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are more. I just can't think of them right now. I guess I don't know why. PCRC obviously. PCRC and Jamblu. PCRC is a band. I've heard them from their first album. I've gone for like shows that there was no one. It was just me and it was very good. So I have like that kind of a connection to them. So I would love to do a track with them or produce a track for them also. I really like Jamblu. He's the he's Karthik, the guitar player's solo project from PCRC. So even with that, I would like to do something. Yeah, these are guys I would like to collaborate. I heard your um, EP. Should I call it an EP? Dogmatic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really nice. I loved it. I I was playing it continuously for like three or four days, and then my parents were like, "What are you listening to? What is this?" It's been playing continuously. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us more about it? The process that went behind it. the thought is essentially that i wanted to put my music out and i had a lot of tracks that were just lying around unfinished so there was it started with actually the second track for 4am solidarity in which i recorded my childhood friend aditi and she was also a long term collaborator who no longer does music but i had to convince her to sing for this track so pretty i'm glad i got her to do it and uh, then around this track i want i had the first track dogmatic also ready and i composed the third one fritters and it just all worked together and i i just also find the concept of dogma very uh, i guess ludicrous like people base their lives on these strongly held beliefs that are you know given to them and you might be like a marxist or you might be a uh i don't know positivist or you might just be a religious person and you have all of these like faiths that are fed to you and you live your lives around them So I wanted to have fun with that word, and I got my friend Shreya Shreya Bhatia. She's an amazing designer to play with the idea and create some artwork. So she made the artwork for it, and yeah, it just it all came together in a nice way. And I think I'm artwork is happy. pretty cool, also. Like it's very catchy. I loved it. Yeah, and uh, so there was these guys from Newsphere Network, which is a label in Bombay. Mm-hmm. that have released tracks in the past on compilations and stuff so they have been asking me to release an ep 
so i decided to go with them and it was pretty great the experience has been pretty nice I'm very happy with the results and the kind of response we got and just how the ep sounds it's just um, sounds very coherent i think what can we expect from flux vortex in the future like in the coming future tracks coming out on different compilations and i have a, an entire ep that has around 60 70% done wow. so i'm going to finish that off and uh, try to put that out hopefully this year or early next year depending on how much time i'm able to give to it and uh, yeah i'm just going to be putting out music much more regularly now i feel like i've been to I've spent too much time sitting on music that I just need to put out more freely into the world because it, I mean at the end of the day it's not really mine. So, mm. are you going like to be performing been, anywhere like after COVID? It's it's almost gone. It's almost gone, right? People are doing shows and shit. Shows are happening, and uh, I'm in talks for some shows. I'm trying to figure out some shows. in delhi bombay and goa throughout till the end of the year nice. so it's confirmed yet though so you will know on my social media where it is mm-hmm. and hopefully all of the people listening will also follow my social media my instagram and facebook and find out guys uh, if you don't know his social media is flux.vortex not very hard to remember yeah <laughs> hmm. all right thank you aditya for your time that's the end of our chat that was great bye 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 great chatting same <laughs>
I mean, well, uh, where am I? You know, uh, who is you? I'm everything and nothing. Nothing? Well, you better tell me about this nothing stuff, because uh, I need a job. I don't, I don't know what to do. Rock on top and we'll be enjoying Thank you.